Good morning. Happy Sabbath, church. My name is Michael Spencer, and I have the very good fortune to get to see these people every single day while you all are stuck at work. This is our concert choir. Later in the service, you'll meet chamber singers. You've already heard Sonabella. And later, you're going to meet our drama team. Each one of these students comes before you to bless you this morning. We prayed before we came on that something we do today strengthens you to go out into the week that we all face of working confident that the future is bright in the hands of these, your children, well, some of you, and, and those of you who do not have children up here, this is the future of the church right here.
Happy Sabbath, everyone. Now is the time for everyone to take part in the service. Um, it's time for offering. Our offering today is for local conference advance. I'd just like to share a story 
You know, sometimes it's nice to brag about the people in your church. So I'm going to brag about some of the people in our church. And some young people. So, you know, we're supposed to set aside 10% of our income for tithe that we give. Well, we have a special mission project in Haiti where we're building a church in Haiti for one of the churches there. And a group of young people in our church has decided to set aside 10% of whatever they raise for their Pathfinder trip to donate to the building project in Haiti. So, you know, when you start when you're young, giving back to God what is His and supporting, supporting uh, building projects and supporting the church, it goes far. And they've raised quite a bit of money already for the church in Haiti. And so I don't have a picture up yet, but we will in probably a couple months with the finished church, hopefully. But they're taking part in that. And so I'm thankful for our Pathfinder group for what they're doing. And they're going to have another fundraiser. Whatever they raise, 10% is going to help the church in Haiti. But uh, at this time, I'd like you to all reach into your pockets and, and donate uh, to give an offering for our local church advance and to remember how God has blessed each one of us. So with the deaconess, deacons, please come forward. Let us bow our heads for prayer. Our loving Father in heaven, we're so thankful and blessed to hear such wonderful music from these young people and how you're blessing them and how they will continue to bless those around them. Lord, you have also blessed each one of us with abundance, and I pray that we will use that to further your work. And as we give back to you what is yours, I pray that you will multiply it and advance it so that your coming will be quicker. Thank you once again for blessing us and for giving us this opportunity to give back to you. In Jesus' name, amen.
It's time now for the lambs offering, and lambs, as you're coming up, if you usually sit on the steps, I think you're going to see it better if you sit on the floor and look up that way. Uh, the rest of the congregation can uh, see the drama as well. Now, speaking as an educator, grown-ups, my job as a teacher is to teach the children about numbers that are greater than one. So as the lambs come around collecting the lambs offering, you might want to consider how high of an education you want to give the lambs as they come up, whether or not they can count beyond one.
That right there is green. Green? That, yeah. Th this is red. This is it's, it's green. Wow, that is a beautiful yellow thing. Yellow? It's red here. Look at it. it it's green, for hey, sure. It's red. Yeah, it's a red object. Why don't you come over here and look at it from over here? Because it's green. That's a nice orange. Hey, it's green. It is green. <laughs> you see, I went to college and I learned about all the different theories of color from my professors with doctorates in color. Do you have a doctorate in color? No. <laughs> it shows. You see, nowadays you just have to choose what theory of color works best for you. And I choose green because it works best for me. Hey, that makes sense. Thank you. What? No, it doesn't. You can't just choose what color works best for your life. Red is red. Do you know the word intolerance? Because that's what you're being right now, shoving your opinions down my throat. It's not my opinion, it's the truth. Oh, hey, hey, hey me. stop that. All we're trying to say is that we need to stop arguing about trivial things like the truth. The funny thing about the truth is, it's true, whether you believe it or not. has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held them in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all.
and happy Sabbath. As you guys have heard, I am the religious vice president at EAA, and today we sing just a song called, titled, Soon It Will Be Done. And it talks about how soon all this pain and all this suffering that we're living through will eventually go away, and instead, it will replace with pure joy. We will not only be able to see our loved ones that passed away, but we, will able, we are able to finally see our Savior Jesus, the one we've been waiting for for his second coming. How many of you guys are ready for that day to come? And, but sometimes we lose sight of this goal. You see, this world is full of distractions. From social media, to work, to school, to sports, to even our peers and everyday tasks, they can start piling it up and it can get us stressed, which can get us distracted. I mean, we only have seven 24-hour days in a week and they can get filled pretty quickly. I mean, let's take the life of a student. The student needs an average of eight hours a day to function properly. And at our school, a minimum of eight hours of school. Two hours of homework here, maybe an hour riding to and from school, an hour to eat in total, uh, two hours of sports, and we can't forget about that crucial hour of stressing how we're gonna get all of this done. And then the weekend comes, and it's typically, pretty, there's two type of weekend people. There's the first one that stresses about finishing the next week's homework all before Monday. <laughs> then there's a the second student who kind of forgets about it. And Sunday night comes and they start stressing because they haven't done the weekend's homework or the week before that's homework. And they have to turn it in before the deadline. And they and might up pull an all-nighter, which is stressful. And it repeats over and over and over. And for the people, for the adults out there, your life is also stressful. I mean, work is, can be a pain sometimes. And if you're in the medical field, you get over 12-hour shifts. If all the construction workers out there, you guys have manual hard labor. The business people have stressful meetings to plan. And also the life of a college student, you have endless homework as well. And the parent has 24-7 responsibilities that never seem to end. And all of this can get us caught up. We can get caught up in the ways of this world. And it can be hard not to. And I have an object lesson to show you guys to prove it. I need one volunteer. Anyone? Kia, why don't you come up? This. This is a room. This will represent your life. This right here represents your current life. Let's say that you ate all your vegetables and you read your Bible and grew, and you lived to 120 years. The rest of this is eternity. I want you to try balancing this, only staring at your life. You can't look at anything else. Try. 
You can try again. Closer. Okay, try it again. <laughs> Don't like anyone. Okay, now try steering above. Look at God in your tunnel. Much easier, isn't it? <laughs> so you can put it down. You can put it down. Thank you. I'll put this here. <laughs> so if you focus solely on your life here on earth, you will get distracted and you'll end up staying here. But if you focus on above, on greater things, you'll get somewhere. So it's, life is the same way. You must focus on what's to come. Not always, you can't let this worldly things drag us down. You have to progress forward. And through this heartache and through this stress, God is there. He is with us every single step of the way. He has given us more than enough to help us live our lives before going to heaven. He gave, it, he gave us the Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. He's also given us the power to communicate. We're able to pray to him and talk to him, and he can help us. But he also sent Jesus Christ as the perfect example. I mean, he lived through all the stress. He lived through the tests. He lived through the persecution, through his own execution. And he did this all without sinning. He showed us how to overcome the overcomers, how to overcome the ways of this world. If we follow his example and use what God has given us, nothing in this world can prevent us from living with him for eternity. I can't wait to see all of you guys in heaven, where there's no more wailing, where we'll see our creator, where we'll see our loved ones that have passed away. And best of all, we'll finally meet our creator and we'll live in joy and peace. Thank you and happy Sabbath.